The country singer George Strait uh, has an old Christmas song. It's about a man named Leon Dixon, and Leon Dixon leaves his Christmas lights on all year long. Leon Dixon is a fortunate man to be living in the time that Leon Dixon lives in because had Leon Dixon lived before 1880, his only choice for interior or exterior illumination during the holiday season would have been fire. Yes, at one time in the history of this country, people actually took live Christmas trees put them in the windows of their home near the drapes and put candles on them and lit those candles. You might be pleased to know that in 1908, the insurance industry said, we are no longer insuring people who do this. Well, fortunately, in 1880, Thomas Edison, you've heard of Thomas Edison, he had the first outdoor electric light display during the holidays. And then a man named Edward Johnson developed electric lights for trees. And in 1895, President Grover Cleveland put the first string of lights on the White House Christmas tree. One problem. The string of lights in 1895 cost $300. Now, the next time you're complaining at Target that they're $4.99, just remember. So really, if you wanted to take the safe route and light your Christmas tree or your house outside, the average person couldn't afford it. Well, then along comes three brothers. And you've heard of the company Noma, those of you who are my age or, or older. Noma was a company developed by the Sadaka brothers, Albert Henri and Leon, who in 1925 made it their mission to develop an affordable string of lights that people could put on their Christmas trees. And over the decades, actually until the company went out of business in 1968, Noma produced affordable Christmas lights where people could safely light their trees. Now we have them everywhere, we have them on our trees. We have them on our houses. We have them in our windows. We have them in our city streets. We have lawn ornaments. And some of you I know here tonight have lighted hats or ties. It's part of the Christmas thing. But you know what? It's a tradition that believers and non-believers alike share. It's a tradition where, whether intentionally or, or I would guess unwittingly, believers and non-believers alike, by putting up lights, are proclaiming something wonderful, not just about the Christmas season, but about God himself. The concept of light is so important to our understanding of God that he uses light in his first introduction to us. In fact, if, if you look in the very first chapter of the very first book of the Bible, in the very first verse, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form, and it was void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
But then it goes on to tell us that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And then into that dark void, God says, let there be light. And instantly, the very next phrase says, and there was light. Whatever else we learn about God, this is key to our understanding of Him. 1 John says it this way, God is light. In Him, there is no darkness at all. God Himself is light. God, who by His very presence and by His very word dispels darkness. But you know what? It's not just physical darkness that God dispels. In fact, light in Scripture really refers to God's holiness. And it's used to illustrate a lot of things. It's used to illustrate God's instruction, His guidance, His truth, His goodness, His life, and indeed, His salvation. But with all this wonderful light available to us, God's light also illustrates a contrast. And it's a contrast between us and God. Because the Bible says that even though all this light was available to us, that light has come into the world, but mankind chose darkness rather than light. Adam and Eve. In the Garden of Eden, disobeyed God. And through their disobedience, sin entered the world. And all of mankind was plunged into the darkness of sin. And they were separated from God with no hope of ever reestablishing that relationship. But you know what God did? God kept shining His light. He kept shining His light, hoping that it would draw people to Him. But over and over and over... Mankind chose darkness rather than light. So God acted in an incredibly undeserved way. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Eugene Peterson puts it this way, Our lives filled up with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ. And that's why we're here tonight. Let's hear John's account. John 1, beginning in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. 
the true light, that gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or of human decision or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. God, the Creator of the universe, who is indeed light himself, became one of us. He became one of us and delivered personally the light to a world darkened by sin. The Bible says he became flesh and took up residence among us. We know this incarnate God as Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate tonight. I want to look at a couple of verses from that passage from John. Verse 4 says, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. This is so important for us. A, a key point in all of this is that light does not come to us in the abstract. Light does not come to us in the abstract. The light of all mankind is not some abstract principle. John tells us that the light of all mankind stands not as a symbol or a philosophy, but rather a real life, a real life, flesh and blood, breathing, living, a life, Jesus Christ the child born in a manger. When Jesus grew up during his earthly ministry, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus did not say, I am a symbol of the light, or I am sort of like a light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he went on with a wonderful invitation and promise when he said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. To follow Jesus is to have the light that leads to life. To follow not the concept of Jesus, but to follow the person of Jesus Christ is to have the light of life. Those who believe and follow Christ no longer, no longer walk blindly in the darkness of sin. Those who believe and follow Christ no longer wonder in a dark world without hope, those who believe and follow Christ no longer have an unknown eternity. Because the light of Christ shines in us and it shows us our sin, but not only does it show us our sin, it shows us the way to forgiveness. It gives us strength for today and as the song says, and bright hope for tomorrow. And it leads us to eternal life with Him. And listen to this. In verse 5 it says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Light transcends darkness, not the reverse. 
Think about it. Walk into a dark room. Turn on the light. What happens? The room is filled with light. The darkness is dispersed. The room is illuminated. And unless you go over and turn off that light, there is no way the darkness is going to overcome the light. It's impossible. Because light transcends darkness and not the reverse. So here's something else for you. If it's impossible for the darkness to put out the light as it relates to Jesus Christ, then doesn't it follow that light will bring victory over whatever darkness is covering you? Light will bring victory over whatever darkness is covering you. When you choose to follow Christ, and when you allow His light to shine in your life, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that can extinguish it. And what does that bring? That brings the prospect of victory. For people who are walking in darkness, who understand that following Christ leads to life, and knowing that nothing can extinguish that light, there's the prospect, even in the darkest dark, of victory. Of victory. Think of it. Think of Christ's inextinguishable light shining in your life as a sign of victory over whatever darkness is haunting you. Your world may be covered with the darkness of sin and guilt. But you know what? Christ can shine the light of peace and forgiveness into that darkness, and the darkness is powerless to do anything about it. Your world may be covered with the darkness of addiction, but Christ is able to shine the light of strength and freedom into that darkness, and darkness can't do anything about it. Your world may be covered with the darkness of fractured relationships, but Christ can shine his light of restoration into your darkness, and darkness is powerless to do anything about it. Your world may be covered with the darkness of loneliness, but Christ can shine the light of his presence into your darkness, and darkness is powerless to extinguish that light. Your world may be covered with the darkness of sickness, but Christ is able to shine his light of healing into that situation, into that darkness. And darkness is powerless to extinguish it. Your world may be covered with a darkness of fear of death. But if you follow Christ and believe in Him, Christ can shine the light of the promise of eternal life into your life, into the darkness of your fear. And nothing in this world or in eternity can extinguish that light. From the beginning, there has been a struggle between light and darkness. But no matter how deep your darkness, the power of the light of Christ 
can shine into that darkness. His light will overcome whatever darkness you face or whatever darkness there is in the world. His light shines in the darkness tonight for you. It does. It shines in the darkness. Whatever darkness you are in, His light shines for you tonight. And no matter how hard it tries, the darkness cannot overcome it. Merry Christmas. Let us pray.